I slowly started to realize that I was not going where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. There's better things in life. Did you know 90% of women prior to incarceration had suffered from sexual and emotional trauma? And 70% of incarcerated women are mothers? The majority of the women returning home will not be able to retain employment with family sustainable income. Fit to Navigate provides hope and well-being. Learn more at fittonavigate.com. What's up? It's Rocky. And we'd like to welcome back all our mind-body tumors. We recognize it's been a while and we're super excited to bring about our season three. Season three, we're going to talk about the community and how it affects women that have been formerly incarcerated or who are now out and trying to get back on their feet. We're excited to have some great guests this season. And we look forward to spreading more and telling the story of how people overcome. You know, the whole thing is you get your mind right, your body will follow, and you become that gem that you are designed and destined to be. No more of this attention destiny disorder. We are well on our way and looking forward to our season three. On this episode, we'll be speaking with Erin. I met Erin um, in our Fit to Navigate program while she was incarcerated. Erin is out and ready to share her story about how she's doing, getting her child back, and getting on her feet. We can't wait to hear more from Erin. Here we go. What's up, Erin? You know, I'm super, super excited about having you home. I know that um, before you left, I didn't really get a chance to say goodbye because you felt some kind of way about things the way things were being ran and uh, you know I recognize that there's a lot of bureaucracy in the place that we were and uh, but that still didn't stop you from reaching out to me and keeping your promise when you said when you got out and here you are I'm so excited to see your face and to meet your amazing son Dalton what's going on how's life right now life is moving okay quickly mm-hmm. started off slow and then came fast overwhelming mm-hmm. and now it's starting to flow okay nicely yeah that's good um so what do you got going on i am currently only working one job okay thank goodness because right. it was getting overwhelming having three do side jobs on the side trying to get back into my fitness game all right spending time with my kid mm-hmm who goes to the gym with me sometimes. It's pretty much what's going on right now. Well, you know, clearly having time with Dalton and actually taking him to the gym is is key because, like, he's learning a lot of things and he's recognizing how important it is for you to have in your life and your establishing a background for him. So do you want to talk about, like, how it was being away from him almost for... Nine years now, like, being um, back with them all this time? Well, being apart was hard, clearly. Mm-hmm. We struggled at first. Okay. When I first came home, we had a big struggle. Um, because in there, you only get to see him every so often. Mm-hmm. So we built a friendship. Right. So now we're trying to find a balance as a mother and a son. Mm-hmm. 
and still try to hold our friendship, but know each other's boundaries and respect. Wow. So that has been a struggle, but we are getting there. Yeah. Learning each other. <laughs> yes. Um, we are literally two strangers living together. Wow. Trying to find our way together. Well, he's right here with you. And I'm sure that that is not going to be an impossible thing to do. The fact that he's standing right here. Hey, Dalton. Do <laughs> you like to say anything? No. No? All right. I'm not glad um, to have me home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's super powerful. He's, one, 13 years old. And he's still riding around with you, right? Yes. Because... You know, at 13, we thought we knew it all. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? We were, we were already grown. And the fact that he's physically present right here with you is saying something more than yes. words. We're in a healing process right now. Okay. We are mending and healing. I love it. From my mistakes. Yeah. Well, it's a process. It's a, yes. It's a beautiful process. So let's talk about that... Um, the time that I met you, we were, I was obviously at ORW, and how did our program, you know, I know, I knew it was Aaron, because of the headband, you know. <laughs> still got yeah, it. Still got your headband. <laughs> yeah. And I knew, you know, I can see when you retire, but I can also see, like, this was an outlet for you, and we made sure that we communicated amongst the other people and checking in with you. Can you tell me a little bit about why was it that you continued to come for as long as you did, even with the bureaucracy of um, the program and us having to go through what we had to go through to keep the program there? Well, I struggled with addiction from the time I was 17 until I went mm-hmm. to prison, which was 23. When I turned... 25, I met the Ericas, mm-hmm. and I, it just changed my life, and uh, it helped me find my sobriety, mm-hmm. and then you came, mm-hmm. and it became more than just fitness. It was more inspirational. It was more of a push to not just only be fitness, but to inspire other people. Yeah. So I just kept coming because... I didn't want to give up on something that was inspiring to me and that I could pass along. Yeah. I didn't want to give that up. So I held on I for as long as I could. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. <laughs> so I couldn't, yeah, I appreciate couldn't take that. the outside anymore. Yeah, I get it. And then when you got out, you, you reached out to me, which to me was an honor because um, I have learned amongst you know, via just the process, because I've never, obviously, I had never done this before, but just the, the inside talk, prison talk, was often is way different than outside talk. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the first person that got out probably taught me that lesson, but then I've also learned it in some other ways. But what's been key is having, um, being very transparent with you ladies. And, and saying that I'm there on the inside and I'm sure for you on the outside as well. If you reach out, I'm not going to go searching for you, but if you reach out, I'm here. 
And when you reached out, I'm like, okay, cool. This is this is what it's about, you know, and keeping that bond and staying in each other's lives. I found a um I found my voice in y'all, really. And being able to speak for you at a time that you can speak, but also being able to be out here with you and speak with you now, right? And having these transparent conversations. The Aaron that I saw in the inside stayed busy so she didn't have to deal. But the Aaron that I see here is taking space and creating space in her life so she can heal. And I see that by you even just expressing that in front of your son, right? And saying, listen, there was just visits. That was a friendship. But here, we're mother and son, and we can still be friends, and there's a lot of healing to be done. And for him to hear you speak up like that, I think it's super powerful. I mean, it gives me the chills because it's just heartfelt. Healing is so important, and it's not easy. And then you could have came home and continued to stay busy and not be present with him right now. Right, you can be at a babysitter because you supposedly got to work or you might have to, not supposedly because I'm going to take that away from someone. But you're saying I'm choosing. This is what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to reel back and do what I need to do so I can propel forward a lot forward, a lot further than before. And that's super awesome. And you also have a boyfriend now. Yes. Life is moving on. You got a car. Have a house. Got a house. A puppy. A puppy. A cat. A cat. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. And you're healing. Yes. Right. And I'm getting back into fitness. Right. Um. So tell us about that. Like, what are you gonna choose? What are you? What's connecting with you? And where you want to go with that? Um, I would like to take my ISSA test in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have the money by then. And I want to find a gym. Like I said, I like the boxing aspect, Mm -hmm. but I want to find a gym like I can train one on one. Mm -hmm. I like that aspect. I like to get to know somebody. I don't like to have a big class Mm -hmm. where I have to watch five or 10 or 50 people Mm -hmm. and not get to know. Get to know. Yeah. I want to find a smaller gym. That's exactly what I do here. You know, people, it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality. And I like to say the personal fitness avenue, there's a studio here, is uh, we put the personal back in the personal training because everyone is different. But that's where real connection happens, right? And when you have real connection, that's where real changes happen. Because I knew that when I came in there, I didn't want to just be a volunteer reading your papers, right? I really wanted to get to know you all. And for you to know who I was and where I stood and not to tell you that I was handing you a, a, a solution, but to collaborate with the way that we worked. And I think that allowed our, our friendship, our relationship, our entrepreneurship, whatever it may be, to grow, right? Because yeah. I say entrepreneurs, you know why? Because we have to mind our own business. Right, we have to be entrepreneurs of our own life, mm-hmm. and what happens is we're so busy being entrepreneurs of other people's life, minding their business, 
that our lives go to crack, right? So everybody really is an entrepreneur if you're minding your own business because you don't have time to mind the last business. You even say it like, I really have time because all the things you have to take care of, right? And still taken care of. But if you out there minding somebody else's business, then what's going to happen to your business? Fail. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. So now I want to yeah. succeed. You want to succeed. Yes. That is awesome. I want to be an inspiration to women who have traveled in my footsteps, yeah. or may, or are. you are, you are, and you can also prevent them from hitting pitfalls. So what would you tell a person, a young 17-year-old right now? You can't tell a young 17-year-old anything. (laughs) Um, When I was younger, my mom would lecture and preach. And now we'll get into debates and conversations or arguments, if you will, about the past. And I'll say, well, you know, like, well, she'll say, you should listen to your mom. You should listen to your mom. But that's the thing, like. If I were to listen to you, I wouldn't be who I am today. Right. Because I chose my own path, mm-hmm. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And I am not ashamed of my past. I am not I'm not embarrassed of my past. Like, I'm just, I'm riding a wave right now. Right. And you cannot tell a 17-year-old anything. Right. right. I mean, you can lecture, inspire, preach, you know, and then they the might hear you. What would be the conversation? Just say if you saw somebody. A 17-year-old that was acting the way I did at 17? Yeah. Uh, what would you tell her right now? Knowing what you know. There's better things in life. Mm-hmm. Powerful. <laughs> better things. Powerful. Than doing what you're doing. Uh, when I first got out, I went back home mm-hmm. where I got in trouble. Okay. And I started kind of hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. that I hung out with when I was 17 and okay. when I caught my charges. Okay. And um, I slowly started to realize that I was not, I was not going where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I have not spoke to any of them since and I have not looked back since. We only go to see my dad, my mm-hmm. family. Uh Just not, you know, you just got to keep going forward. You can't go backwards. You can't try to fit back into your old life. You can't try to go down another path while traveling the same path. Like, it's just, you got to grow from that tree that you were on and keep going forward. Yeah, that's true. Because that causes a lot of contrast and problems. Was it something that resonated in you when you tried to hang out with them? Like, what was was Um, it a good feeling? I was with them at this apartment mm-hmm. that I used to hang out. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly not the same people that live there, but yeah. same crowd. Yeah. And I was just sitting on the couch and I was like, um, I gotta go. I gotta go. And I just haven't talked to anybody since because I will never, um, I will never fall again. Oh. I will only rise. I see you rising. I see so you. sitting on that couch, I was falling. I got it. You didn't like that feeling? No. No. That's fine. Not a lot of people beat addiction. Right. Um, 
So when you do a long time in there, you see a lot of people just, it's a revolving door. See you later. See you when you come back. Um, the CEOs a lot of times will say, well, see you when you come back, if you make it back, you know. Wow. Um, but it's a true statement. I've had so many friends overdose. Like, um, there's this young girl in there. And she was so pretty. She had a great support system. She did tapestry. Like, she was so amazing. Mm -hmm. She was a great person. And and she got out. She was out for quite a while. And I just found out yesterday Mm -hmm. that she overdosed. So Mm -hmm. she was soaring and then just... And I don't want to be that rotation. I don't want to be in that. Yeah. I want to be on the outside of that. Wow. Wow. That's literally a whirlpool. You're just going around in a circle and continuing if you even make it that far. Oof. Yeah. Man. Wow. So you have to rise above yeah. that place and that environment and that habits and actions. Yeah. And that voice say, get out of here. When you listen. And I didn't look back. That's awesome. I'm glad you didn't look back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's like, that takes a lot of strength. Yes. That takes a lot of strength. I have to remember um, the biggest thing that keeps me, like when I start to get within myself or have anxiety or whatever, mm-hmm. or feel like I'm about to, I need to get go back to that addiction. Mm-hmm. Of course, run and work out. Yeah, that's 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 my first go to. But sometimes I have to sit down and be like, I have to name every single person that had my back in there that supported me and that did not leave me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I'm like, nope, you gotta stay up. It's bigger than you. Yeah, you can run and work out all you want, but these people were there when no one else was. Yeah, and and that's. That keeps you going. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. It does. Beautiful place. You gotta have wind beneath your wings, and sometimes we don't have it in us, but when we realize that people are betting on us, and believing in us, and it's bigger than us, that's what helps. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. And and like you know, Jess and Nilla, they're just yeah. very like uh, outspoken, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm. Complete opposite of them. I'm yeah. quiet. And yeah. I stay within myself, and so sometimes, like I look up to them, like because they're so just out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, I'm my own person. Like you really are, and that's fine. Yeah, you being your own person, and then that right there, you being your own person, was what allowed me to say, hey. What you talking about? What you thinking about them? <laughs> How's your day today? You know? Yeah. And and pay attention to, to you. And I'm not saying like communication and talking is not a good thing, but I was I've always been the person who's kind of like use words sparingly when talk to kind of I peeped that in you and I was like, oh yeah, these are my people. Let me check on her. Right? You probably wouldn't have been able to tell that in there, but you know, just like having a place. You, you ladies also provided a safe space for me, believe it or not. Yeah, you were a safe place too. <laughs> you were a safe place. Too. You know, so um, just as much as you say you may have gotten something for 
from me coming there, I got something from coming there all the time. And I look forward to seeing your faces, seeing your different color handbands every week, <laughs> in conversation, right? Because um, even out here, right, you can get in such a way that you just like comparing yourself. So I think we talked about this, the whole social media thing can get overwhelming. And, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And that's what happens on social media. That's what happens when people say, oh, such and such is opening up a gym, nothing far from me. What, what are you going to do? And you're like, okay. <laughs> you can open up. Now I'm to the point where you can open up a gym two feet, five feet away from me. But and you're I'm not doing, doing me. I'm going to keep doing me. <laughs> right? I'm yeah. going to keep doing me. And I'm going to keep with my vision. And I'm going to keep going on and trailblazing or being a, a maverick and whatever it is. Because this is my life. Yeah. Right? And so it's not wrong with admiring our peers but it's something terrible when we don't admire and honor ourselves yeah that is what's terrible and um personal relationships have allowed me to do that like real connection and um being transparent about who i really am and removing my own judge obviously that was judging committee in our head <laughs> Or, you know, it's really not no one else. It's really us. Um, so what's next for him? What's next? Um, well, actually, no, you said something earlier about um, getting overwhelmed thinking about the future. Yeah. Um, so when you're getting ready to leave prison, mm-hmm. um, they want you to have a plan. Right. So everybody's like, oh, what's your plan? What's your plan? And you have big dreams and big plans. And then when you get out... <laughs> You're like, what am I doing? <laughs> Where am I going? Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to um, focus on the future. Right. I'm literally just focused on today mm. and what's going to happen tomorrow. Ooh. Like I just can't go farther than that right now. I haven't even been out six months. Yeah. <laughs> and everything I had dreams to do, I have um, not. Not so much failed at it and mm. not even conquered it, yeah, yeah. but just slowly I'll just, like my first week, got my license. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not on any paper. Right. I got all of that. Thank you. I got mm-hmm. all of that taken care of. I do not have to report to anyone. Um, I wanted to have, you know, my own place within the first three months. I wanted to have my son. Like, I saw all these goals and I just haven't touched them yeah. until later. Yeah. So I have goals but I don't have time frames on them. Right. I don't want to go past tomorrow. I love it. That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's super powerful. You know why? Because you just told me of all the people that you know who have been are no longer here. Yeah. Right? And you choose them to be present and be how that I mean that right there provides so much expansion and growth in itself that you are choosing to be present and that you don't want to worry about the future and cause yourself anxiety, which can have you spiral out. That's power within itself. Yeah. And nice. More of us can do that. <laughs> Slow down, high speed. <laughs> Slow down and relax. And relax, right? <laughs> enjoy life. And enjoy life. That's awesome. Live your fullest life. Mm. Not your best. On that, on that note, <laughs> we are going to end this powerful conversation. Dalton, you sure you don't want to say anything? You don't love your mom? Nope.
<laughs> he does. He's got the biggest smile right now. Little handsome guy. He's got all up on me. And to have a 13-year-old giving his mom still hugs right now. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. Amazing, amazing. life. Well, thank you for taking the time out, Aaron. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in to Mind Body Gym, a conversational podcast. This podcast was designed with the mission to fund women's freedom via fitness. Special shout out to our strong supporters, especially the Love You Give Project. Check out their merch. It helps us support our podcast and our feature organization, Fit to Navigate. If you're interested in hearing more about our mission, follow us on IG at Fit to Navigate. Thank you for the fam that we have that has supported us. Eric Jefferson for the artwork. His wife, my sister songstress, Renee Dion, and her tunes, Wilderness. And Natalie McCray Cross, the photographer for our album cover. We really appreciate all the support and all the strength that we get from you. Remember, until next time, forward is always the pace. Did you know 90% of women prior to incarceration have suffered from sexual and emotional trauma and 70% of incarcerated women are mothers? The majority of the women returning home will not be able to retain employment with family sustainable income. Fit to Navigate provides hope and well-being. Learn more at fittonavigate.com.